This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. It's snowing outside right now. In fact, we got a pretty nice little covering last night. It's going to warm up today, though. It's going to rain, melt all that snow that's out there on the ground. But hey, it's nice and toasty inside here. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Hope you're having a great day today. Let's start off with our top five headlines for this Wednesday. Let's start off with headline number five. Japanese Prime Minister, Japan is standing on the verge of whether we can continue to function as a society. From Reuters, Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida pledged on Monday to take urgent steps to tackle the country's declining birth rate, saying it was now or never for one of the world's oldest societies. Japan has in recent years been trying to encourage its people to have more children with promises of cash bonuses and better benefits, but it remains one of the most expensive places in the world to raise a child. From BBC, He said that eventually he wants the government to double its spending on child-related programs. A new government agency to focus on the issue would be set up in April, he added. Falling birth rates are driven by a range of factors, including rising living costs, more women in education and work, as well as greater access to contraception, leading to women choosing to have fewer children. Last week, China reported its first drop in population for 60 years. All right, so this is a, uh, a big issue, not only in J- Japan, but also in Korea. And even in the United States here, there's uh, a lower birth rate. This is a direct relationship to marriage and the family breakdown. This is a worldwide problem. The family is the most important building block for any society, community, and nation. And the world relies upon us to have children in order to continue the human race. And societies like Japan that are decreasing and China, this is an area that needs to be understood why people are choosing to have fewer children. The culture is very much secularized in the media and the entertainment industry. In some cases, not always, but there's a lot of influence in promiscuous uh, sexual outside the marriage activities. There's this work-related issue where both husband and wife are working because of the economies and the cost of living, not only in Japan, but around the world. And this is a direct relationship to fewer children. So Japan's trying to correct itself and make some incentives to have more children. And it doesn't seem to be working, but It's an issue that I think as uh, the human race we need to figure out because marriage is a good thing. It's where we find our most happiness and joy is when we have healthy families and it creates a more peaceful world and a more stable world. All right, headline number four. 
The DOJ sues Google, says Google should be forced to sell ad services. From Reuters, the U.S. Justice Department sued Alphabet's Google on Tuesday, accusing the company of abusing its dominance of the digital advertising business and said Google should be forced to sell its ad manager suite in the government's latest jab at thwarting big tech's market power. The lawsuit tackles a business at Google that is responsible for 80% of its revenue. The Justice Department asked the court to compel Google to break up its ad technology business. From the Wall Street Journal, last year Google offered to split off parts of its ad tech business into a separate company under the Alphabet umbrella to fend off the most recent Justice Department investigation. Justice Department officials rejected the offer and decided to pursue the lawsuit instead. All right, well, this is, uh, is kind of interesting that the government's getting involved in uh, the free market of a company, forcing them to sell ad space. I can see it from uh, both viewpoints. I can see that uh, business should not be forced by the government to make business decisions about uh, especially selling advertisement. But on the flip side, when they're using the Internet, which is really a public space, they don't really have the right to discriminate or to make decisions that would affect the public sphere because they are using the almost like the television uh, space. They're using the Internet space, the bandwidth that the Internet provides for all Americans. After all, the Internet was uh, built by Al Gore, who was a senator at the time. So it is a. Uh, built by the government, which is owned by the people. So there's a couple little issues here, whether the government should be involved in telling businesses what to do. That's uh, not a good idea for governments to be knee-deep. But then, on the other hand, it is a public usage of the Internet. We'll have to see how this plays out. But I'm not a big fan of Google, known for their censorship, just like YouTube, just like Twitter, just like all the social media platforms that have been influenced by censorship from the government side. And uh, we'll just have to see how this plays out. But this is a very interesting topic. We'll keep an eye on it. All right, headline number three. Florida Supreme Court upholds 15-week abortion ban during ongoing lawsuit. Life News. The Florida Supreme Court has ruled that 15-week abortion ban Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law last year can continue saving babies from abortions while the pro-abortion lawsuit against it continues. The ruling is a good sign about the long-term prospects for upholding the pro-life law and using it as a springboard to pass stronger legislation protecting more babies from abortion. Planned Parenthood, the American Civil Liberties Union Handsome Abortion Companies tried to get the state's highest court to halt the law while their case continues. From the Washington Examiner, DeSantis, who signed the legislation into law last year, has appointed three conservative justices to the state Supreme Court in his tenure. His administration has previously indicated that he is waiting for the court challenge to play out before pursuing additional legislation to further restrict access to abortion earlier in pregnancy. Okay, so the fight goes on. These are all going to be state issues now, not the federal government. That's a good thing. So we fight in our states, our Supreme Courts, our state Supreme Courts, our legislatures who we vote in locally, push it all down to the states. That's a good thing. 
All politics are local, so if you're concerned about abortion in your state, then you need to fight it in your locale. Get out and support candidates that oppose abortion. And if you're someone that is a pro-abortionist, then you fight for your pro-abortion uh, at the local level. This is a good thing. Uh, Florida is a very conservative state, and DeSantis is in the fight for life. All right, headline number two. Speaker McCarthy officially rejects top Democrats' committee assignments. Fox News. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy rejected Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries' demands to reappoint Representatives Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff, both Democrats from California, to the Committee on Intelligence on Tuesday. Jeffries said in a letter to McCarthy on Friday that Schiff and Swalwell were eminently qualified legislators with more than two decades of providing oversight of the nation's intelligence community. Kevin McCarthy, I have rejected the appointments of Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell for the House Intelligence Committee. I am committed to returning the House Intel Committee to one of genuine honesty and credibility that regains the trust of the American people. Well, first of all, Swalwell's slept with Fang Fang, a, a CCP communist spy. He should have been removed off the Intelligence Committee immediately once that uh, revelation was revealed. He obviously should not be on any intel committees, so that's a no-brainer. Now, Adam Schiff, his problem is he's just got a big mouth and he lies a lot. We've seen him in action for the past four years, just constantly using the his seat as a, an opportunity to politicize everything Republican. And we don't need him on the committee either because he's just a big loudmouth and he just is there to bash the Republicans. And his uh, credibility has completely de been destroyed by all of his lies. And so I'm glad that McCarthy is standing up to the Democrats and removing these two fools from their positions because they have no business being involved in the Intel Committee. All right, headline number one. California introduces wealth tax forcing people to pay years after they leave the state. Fox News, California lawmakers are pushing legislation that would impose a new tax on the state's wealthiest residents, even if they've already moved to another part of the country. Assemblyman Alex Lee, a progressive Democrat, last week introduced a bill in the California state legislature that would impose an extra annual 1.5% tax on those with a worldwide net worth above $1 billion, starting as early as January of 2024. From just the news, the tax will apply to every resident regardless of whether they are in the state part-time or temporarily. It will also allow the state to pursue wealth taxes from former residents who built their wealth in California but moved. For those who move out of state and do not plan on returning, the wealth tax will be slowly decreased over several years based on the percentage of days in the year the taxpayer was present in the state plus the years of residence over the three previous taxable years the bill states. Okay, so uh, this is another reason why people are moving out of California in droves, because you have these progressive Democrats that just want to spend, spend, spend on ridiculous programs and then tax the hell out of all the business owners that uh, live there and reside there. This uh, $110 billion reparations bill is one example that we talked about yesterday. 
The Democrats keep spending and they keep trying to find money to uh, pay their progressive ideas. And this is another example of how the Democrats are just uh, way over their skis in taxing the uh, citizens of their state. I don't blame businesses to move out and go somewhere else, go to a more friendly, uh, more business-friendly state that doesn't uh, tax the heck out of you and, and uh, tax you when you move, too, as well. And so they're just trying to find ways to raise more money and more taxes for their idiotic progressive ideas. If you're in California, you got a business, you might want to take a look at moving to another state. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday. January 25th. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. See you tomorrow. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandermark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.